Hey there, Annie here. I'd like to invite you to a goal setting party. Office Otter and I have teamed up to collaborate on this goal setting party on December 14th at 12 Mountain Time. That's 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific. And we are just going to have fun. We're setting goals and I'm going to discuss how to set a goal. We're going to talk about the best method for setting goals, how to how to conceptualize setting goals so that we are setting ourselves up for success and not for failure with our goals. Because I know a lot of us don't want to set goals because we're so afraid that we're going to fail at our goals that we don't even want to set them. We are going to discuss all the things goal setting. Um, please join us. Your fellow assistants are going to also be there. We're going to we're going to do breakout sessions um, so we can discuss our goals and goal setting process. In those sessions, there are going to be prizes. It's just going to be a good time, a good holiday time, a good time to gear up for the end of the year, a good time to set yourself up for success in 2023 and beyond. So please go to officeotter.com slash goal party to register. That's officeotter, all one word, dot com slash goal party, also all one word, to register. officeotter.com slash goal party to register for our goal setting party, December 14, 2022, for next year so we can set ourselves up for next year and get some good goals on the calendar so that we know where we're headed in 2023. The best part is it's 100% free. Please go and register and I look forward to seeing you there. Welcome to the Whole Assistant Podcast. I'm your host, Annie Croner. I'm an assistant who's passionate about our profession and I'm also a certified coach who's invested in your success. You've come to the right place if you want to know what it looks like to stand in your power and achieve success as an assistant free from overwhelm and burnout. Now, on to today's episode. Hello. So today we are talking all about moving past perfectionism. Now, I realized that that was a theme, perfectionism was the theme in November 2022, and that technically this post goes live, this podcast goes live on December 1st. However, we are moving in December into talking about goal setting, and I wanted to cover perfectionism before we talked about goal setting because it can be hard to set goals if we are in our perfectionist place because we tend to have perfectionist fantasy. And I'm going to go into what that means in upcoming podcast episodes this month, but I'm really excited to be delving into that as well. But before I do, before we move into goal setting in December, I want to talk to talk about how to move past perfectionism. A couple of weeks ago, we discussed a three questions to help you determine whether or not you're dealing with perfectionism or kind of how this shows up in our lives as assistants, in our lives as humans. And today I'm going to share with you three things you can do to work past your perfectionism. So the first thing that you can do to work past your perfectionism is to increase your self-awareness around your perfectionist tendencies. So just ask yourself, how is perfectionism showing up for me? Really becoming really self-aware around how it may be rearing its ugly head. So for me, this looks like letting go of control that I spoke about a couple weeks ago and really, especially with my boys, especially around their health, especially this time of year, letting go of the need to control their environment, the need to make sure that they are 
um, germ-free all the time and just allowing their immune systems to do their jobs. It's been rough because over this last week, over Thanksgiving, I was actually sick. I had the worst cold in the world. I actually went to the doctor. We traveled to Idaho uh, for the holiday and I went to the doctor before we traveled and was told that I just had a really bad cold. They ruled out flu, they ruled about COVID, they ruled out RSV and strep and all the things. And I apparently had the most massive worst cold ever. And I called actually after landing in Idaho the next day, I called and I said, this has to be more than just a cold. They assured me it was a cold. There's a really nasty one going around. And so even that guys, like I really wanted to be healthy over Thanksgiving and I felt okay the day of Thanksgiving, but I wasn't 100%. Then I got back home and went back to the doctor and they, um, they found a sinus infection, so I'm on antibiotics for that. And so just kind of letting go of the control, that's how it rears its ugly head for me. But really becoming aware around about how perfectionism shows up for you. Whether it's trying to control something, whether it's needing things to be perfect before you send them out, whether it's wordsmithing an email and taking 20 minutes to do that as opposed to two or three minutes. Just bringing some self-awareness as to what's going on for you in that moment will be very, very helpful in moving past perfectionism because it's going to be hard to know what we're moving past unless we actually are self-aware enough to be able to pinpoint those tendencies in ourselves, right? So that's the first tip I have for you all in moving past perfectionism. The second way we can move past perfectionism or the second strategy for moving past perfectionism is to just allow discomfort. <laughs> so whenever we embrace discomfort while showing ourselves grace and compassion, this is a great way to allow ourselves to be imperfect. And I'm actually, this this month at the Whole Assistant Membership, we've been reading Pavel Samov's Present Perfect. And it's kind of a woo book. It's not my favorite, actually. But he does talk about the perfection of this moment and how... When we embrace this moment as perfect, because it is what it is at that point in time, then we can be freed up to change the next moment or to improve for down the road. But embracing what is in this moment is a great way to kind of release perfectionism and what could have been. And and I think often we get caught up in what could have been. Like, But if it isn't that way, it wasn't meant to be that way because... Literally, it isn't that way. (laughs) So that's another really good strategy is to just embrace the discomfort of the imperfect in the moment and allow yourself some grace and compassion for whenever we make a mistake or for whenever things don't turn out as we had planned in our brain. Because oftentimes we've got like this ideal that we're trying to shoot for and then it doesn't happen the way that we want it to in our brains. And so then we consider ourselves a failure or then we spin out on all the ways that it could have gone better, all the things we could have done better, all the ways that we could have been more, I'm using air quotes here, perfect. (laughs) But what if there is no there there with perfection even? Like I talked about this in a, in a, podcast episode a few weeks back about there being no there there in terms of our growth and I would consider I would have us consider that there may be no there there in terms of perfect as well because perfect is such a moving target as I spoke about a couple weeks ago as well so actually allowing yourself to experience the discomfort 
and to show yourself some grace and compassion in those moments where we may not have shown up in the way that we wanted to, we may not have shown up in the way that we desire to or that we plan to or in an ideal way that's out there, but we did show up in the way that we showed up. So having grace for ourselves is a huge step in moving past perfectionism and it's a great way to have your own back too. So you try something new, you may fail at it, you have your own back, so you show yourself grace and compassion, and then you do better for the future. You look at the lessons that you can take away from that experience and then apply it to a future situation or a future circumstance, right? So yeah, I think once I realized how perfectionism was affecting me in my job performance, uh, I noticed, like especially at, at, at my job, um, I noticed I started beating myself up for making the mistake or whatever the situation may be. And this is the opposite of what we want to do as assistants because it can cause us to spiral downward. And when we're spiraling out, we're not actually present with our work. We're not actually present to make sure that we're getting our work done effectively and efficiently. So instead, we want to embrace the discomfort of having made the mistake of having not shown up perfectly, I'm using air quotes there again, or having shown up to achieve the result that we ideally wanted to create in our brains. We, we still showed up how we showed up, right? So then we show ourselves grace. <laughs> and so also, like, I think it's a good idea to really get comfortable at talking to yourself in the mirror. This is going to sound really bizarre. But like, I love to give myself a wink in the mirror. Just every now and then it's like, you're doing okay, girl. You've got this. You've got life. You've got everything under control. You are crushing it. Like, you are doing the best that you can do. And I think all of us do the best that we know to do in the moment. And hindsight is always 2020, right? And so whenever we show ourselves grace, then we tend to show up more present. And that only allows us to not make the mistakes, not make more mistakes. Whenever we spin out, it's kind of crazy how it happens because we're so focused on the negative. Then we'll tend to make mistake after mistake after mistake because even though we're telling ourselves not to make the mistake, our focus is still on the mistake. And wherever we focus, that's where we tend to go. That's what tends to happen. That's what we tend to manifest in our lives. Or that's just where our brain tends to focus. So then that's where our body tends to lead us, right? So just know those things. We need to really embrace the discomfort in those moments where where we didn't quite get the result that we wanted or were striving for and show up for ourselves with grace and compassion. So the first strategy, again, is to increase our self-awareness around our perfectionist tendencies and how those our perfectionism is showing up in our lives. The second strategy is to embrace discomfort while showing yourself grace and compassion. And the third strategy, I love this one, is to strive for excellence, not perfection. And this one right here, if we will do this alone, it can revolutionize our work life. It can revolutionize our private life, like our personal life. It can revolutionize all of it because when we strive for excellence, not perfection, we're striving for the quality of being good. So I love Webster's definition of excellence, the quality of being very good of its kind, eminently good. Read that again. Webster's definition of excellence is the quality of being very good of its kind, eminently good. Now this differs, this differs a lot from Webster's definition of perfection, freedom from fault or defect. Freedom from fault or defect is Webster's definition of perfection. 
what's so fascinating about this definition is that the words fault and defect are actually in the definition of perfection. So whenever we're focused on creating a perfect end result, creating a result free from fault or defect, because we're so consumed with creating the perfect result, then whenever we miss that, whenever there is a little fault or a little defect, we tend to spin out, right? That's that's kind of like the downfall of perfectionism. And I find it fascinating that the focus of perfection is fault or defect, whether it's freedom from fault or defect or not, <laughs> like the fault or defect is still there. Those negative words are still there. Whereas excellence, the quality of being very good of its kind, eminently good, like notice that it didn't say the quality of being perfect, the quality of being beyond reproach, the quality of being free from fault or defect. No, the quality of being very good eminently good. So I just want to point that out. Like unlike perfection, there is no negative connotation associated with the definition of excellence. (laughs) Focusing on excellence frees us up to create work without the pressure, anxiety, and stress of having it perfect. Just going to repeat that. Focusing on creating excellent work, on living excellently, frees us up to work, to do great work, without the pressure, anxiety, and stress of having to be perfect. So I just want to like encourage us all to strive for excellence and not perfection. It would be re- it's going to be really tough to actually achieve perfection anyway because perfection is such a moving target. What may be perfect for you may not be perfect for your executive. And ultimately at the end of the day, I think our executives want us to show up and do the best work possible efficiently, and perfectionism affects our efficiency. So whenever we're in perfectionism, whenever we're having to create work free from fault or defect, and we're in that stressed out place because we have to do everything perfectly, we're not using our time effectively and efficiently. We're not maximizing the use of our time and energy. We're spending our time and energy spinning out on the perfect solution, the perfect option, the perfect thing, instead of creating good work of its kind, eminently good. So I just want us all to make that subtle mindset shift. It really is like a little shift. Whenever we feel ourselves going into perfection, into the perfectionist place, It will manifest in your body as anxiety, fear, like stress, right? So you can notice that. Just notice that. Pay attention throughout your day. Pay attention throughout your week and just notice whenever you step into a perfectionist place, how your body responds to that. And that's a good indicator that you're operating from a place, if you're you're operating from a place of anxiety, fear, stress, that you're operating from a perfectionist place instead of from an excellent place. Excellence should be smooth. It's so great. I just, I, I have this new client and she talks about her dad talking about um, not, not stress or not stressfully or frantically working, but smooth, right? Like I like that idea of moving smoothly throughout my day and easily throughout my day instead of being motivated by stress, anxiety, and fear, and especially this fear of not creating something perfect. So I just want us to be aware of the energy by which we are approaching our work. I spoke uh, a few weeks back about in my in my episode on three things I I have let go of in 2022. I spoke about letting go of operating from a place of anxiety and frantic energy. 
And then just waking up one day and just deciding, I'm not going to do that anymore. I am still going to do my work well, do it efficiently, do it, um, do it on time, make sure everything gets done, all the things. But I am done operating from a place of anxiety. I am done operating from a place of anxious energy. And it's kind of fascinating because that way of operating tends to become habitual. And so really interrupting how we're working throughout our day and then returning to excellence, returning to peace, returning to calm is the best way I know of to kind of strive for excellence and not perfection. So that is what I have for you guys today. Um, I hope you found this episode helpful. I would love to hear from you too. So please feel free to email me at annieatholeassistant.com. And yeah, guys, I hope you are having a wonderful holiday season. I love December. December is my favorite time of year. I love Thanksgiving and Christmas and the new year as well. It's actually snowing here in Denver today as I record this. And so I'm cozy. I'm feeling really just in the mood for the holidays. And I hope you are too. And I hope you can approach your day and the rest of your week with ease and smooth and I, I hope that you can um, really take what I said to heart here about striving for excellence and not perfection and just have a great rest of your day and a great rest of your week. Be intentional, be whole. That is all for now. If you're an assistant or administrative professional, I'd like to invite you to join me inside the whole assistant membership. In this membership, we'll be unpacking and implementing the concepts I discuss on this podcast with monthly lessons and weekly group coaching. If you want to create sustainable strategies that will help you level up while remaining free from overwhelm and burnout and learn what it looks like to own your role, use your voice and stand in your power, this membership is for you. Go to wholeassistant.com slash membership to learn more and get started.